Welcome to Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast with your hosts, Laura Katina and Amy Mara. This podcast was created for businesswomen in particular who are juggling pursuing their career, family life, and all of the things that come along with it. We know that building a career, running a business, and running your life can sometimes seem near impossible. In the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast, Laura and Amy are going to share their experience of building their own careers as female attorneys, raising a family, and their journey to maintain wellness through it all. With more than 25 years of combined experience practicing law and years of juggling business, family, and wellness, they are about to have some very real and honest discussions about what it takes to manage it all and share tips, tools, and truth about how they make it all work. Welcome back to another episode of the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. We're going to be really real with you today on our third part of our leadership series, which is working on your business and not in your business. And the reason that I'm saying that we're going to be really real with you is because Laura and I were supposed to start recording this podcast an hour ago. (laughs) And whenever we get on, we just knew, I think I'm going to be real for a second. We just knew by like looking at each other on zoom and saying, we have some things to get off our chest first. Like we need to talk about some things. And all I need to do is look at Amy's face and all she has to do is look at mine. And we know. And we know. We kind of do this like collective sigh and we're like, we got some stuff. (laughs) It's really good stuff though. It's really good stuff. And I will say that. So we were supposed to start recording an hour ago, 9am. And we realized we have a lot of stuff to hash out. And what we just did for the past hour is we worked on our business and not in our business. And we're really excited to talk about this topic today with you. It is part three of our leadership series. And I don't know, I'm just really excited for this because Laura and I are really in the trenches right now on this topic. And it's taken us now we're in August when we're recording this podcast, we've been in partnership now for, oh my gosh, almost 10 months. Like it's going to be 10 months before we know it. And we have reached a point where we know that we need to start doing some more work on our business as opposed to working in our business um, to really match where our vision is for this firm and continue to grow and continue to build. We are absolutely growth-minded individuals. We can't wait to see where we are headed next. We are so excited about the big things that are coming in our firm, but it takes a lot of work to get to that point. And some of it is really like tough conversations, kind of like what we just did, right? We just had like a a pretty tough brainstorming power hour of ideas and discussions about how to get us to our next level. And it can be paralyzing. So I think that's why, you know, for some people, you know, for those like entrepreneurs who are really in like a leadership role, you can get paralyzed by your goals, by your vision, because you can have different goals and visions, right? So you have one big vision for the firm, but there's smaller goals along the way. So it's breaking down those goals and taking steps that make them more achievable and more realistic, which is literally what we were just doing for the last hour. But so what does it mean to work on your business as opposed to in the business? And and the comparison that I can give over the length of my career is where I was 
as an associate versus where I am now. So when I was younger and working as an associate, especially for a big firm, I was literally going to work, you know, of course, getting the experience, doing my thing, but I went to work, I did the work, I built the hours and I left. Like there was no, how are we going to grow this business? There was none of that. I was literally a workhorse and all I did was litigation, you know, so I worked my files, I went home and that was it. And it was the same, you know, at where we worked at our, our last firm. Like talked about this, I think one of the last episodes, like we went to work, did the work, built relationships with our clients and that's it. So there wasn't like growth or anything like that. It was literally, we were just doing the work. To me, that's working in your business. You're not working on it. Working on it is what we're doing now. How are we going to, like, I don't want to be the one coming to work, doing all the tasks every day and ending my day. That's working in your business. Working on it is actually developing the business, developing the relationships, developing the plans, working towards the goal. So right now, we are literally in the thick of it. <laughs> we are. We are in the thick of working on our business but, business, but I have to be honest, one of the reasons this is coming up is because I haven't felt like, especially this week, I haven't felt like I'm working on it. I have felt like, and I think you have felt the same way, like I'm working in it because I'm doing all the things and that's what happens. I mean, we have other people that help us, but for the most part right now, Amy and I are doing all the things. So we feel more like we're working in it. So we need to get out of that place and work more on it, which are the plans that we're developing. Part of that is something that I would like Amy to talk about is how you measure and quantify growth in your business. Because Amy's really good at this topic. (laughs) (laughs) Why, thank you. And I want to say one more thing about what Laura has just been saying about working on or in your business. The way to think of it is, and this is how I read it this week in the, one of the business development books I'm reading, is do you own your job? Love that. And if you own your job, that means that you are your own boss, but you have to do all of the things in order to make your business operate. Is your business operating if you're not in it? Is your business working if you are not working in it? And that is a really big pain point. And for Laura and I, who like love growth and we love to like keep building and building, I also am averse to change. I'm not so quick on changing things. So for me, it's been feeling really uncomfortable, which is why this morning when I was talking to Laura, it was basically like something doesn't feel right. And I know that we're on the precipice of something. So we need to really talk about it because we need to get these thoughts out. And that's how you develop that working on your business. And one of the ways that Laura and I are working on our business is we are measuring the growth of where we started and where we are now and where we want to go to next. And the only way that you can measure that growth is to quantify your business. So for attorneys, one example would be, even though I hate this phrase, in this method solely, but a lot of attorneys rely on the billable hour as their measure of growth. How many billable hours do you have? How does that translate into how many clients you have? How many matters you're handling at a given time? For litigators, billable hours are the things. For real estate transaction attorneys or transactional attorneys for inter-business relationships, it could be how many transactions have you handled this month? How many closings have you handled this month? And 
see from the very beginning how you can measure that marker of growth over a period of time. So another way to quantify growth is how many new interactions are you having? Do you actually have the time to go out and build new relationships and bring in new relationships into your business? Or are you so stuck in working day to day on the clients you have, the business that you have, that you can't expand further or you can't start building more relationships outside of what your wheelhouse is right now. And I think that's kind of where we are. And so one of the things that I've been doing for quite some time, and I think you started doing it also is in the software that we use to, you know, manage our business. Part of it is how we keep track of our time. And of course, a lot of that is billable hours, but you know, you can keep track of anything in there. So I keep track of even administrative time. When I get back to my desk, I will enter time for recording this podcast because it's a way for me to see how I'm spending my time. And then I can look at that. So so we have somebody who helps us part-time with real estate because thankfully we have a lot of work and I reached a point where I needed help. But I didn't get to the point of, you know, recognizing what I was doing versus what I could delegate until I went back and looked in that program at all of my time. I broke it down by real estate transactions. I looked at my time and where I was spending it. And I said to Amy, I was like, oh my God, this, like, I need to hand these tasks off to somebody else. I am spending way too much time doing things that somebody else could help me with. I could be spending my time elsewhere. There are certain parts of the transaction that I need to handle, the contract, stuff like that. But so many other parts of it can be handled by somebody else. So that's what we did. But I wouldn't have been able to analyze that the way I did had I not been keeping track of where I'm spending my time. Yeah, agreed. And I was just doing the same thing this week too. And I'm looking at the amount of work that I've had to do administratively because like Laura and I said, we're keeping it really real with you guys. We have been working on where we're going next as a firm. And it has taken a lot of my time this week in particular, a lot of mental energy, a lot of just, I need to get these thoughts off of my head because otherwise I can't be productive for my clients. Like that's just, it's almost like I have a blocker of what is happening and what we've been thinking about and planning. And I need to get this stuff out and be able to move forward from it. And so I have been tracking all of my time and I'm realizing that I've done, this week has been a very administrative heavy week for me. Also with a lot of work that I've actually had to do for my clients too. So I see that my days are really jam packed, making me very intentional about what I'm doing during the week. But if I didn't track that time, I wouldn't see where my pain points are. I wouldn't see that I need to find the sweet spot of delegation and figure out what are the things, Laura, you said this before, what are the things that that Laura and I need to specifically be working on? What do we need to do as attorneys to serve our clients the best and to serve the business clients we have and the, the closings and the transactions that we're working on? We have to be present for those things. But then the other things that we can do, but they can be done by somebody else just as well. And it doesn't and maybe even better. <laughs> and it may be even better, but it doesn't require our expertise or our specialty or our legal minds or what have you. It just requires somebody to actually do that work. What are those things? So it's a way to quantify what is it that you need to change in order to make your business grow. And 
The other part of that is our next point is in order to figure out where you're going, you need to A, know where you are, which means sitting down and analyzing, like quantifying your growth, analyzing what you have to do to work on your business. But then where are you going? What is your plan? Like you have to have a vision in order to set those steps up, right? In order to get you there. Amy and I know for the most part where we are. We know by what we've just talked about, keeping track of our time and and keeping track of what we're doing, the tasks that pretty much we can delegate. We know what we have to do and what we have to dish out. But now we have to figure out where are we going? So part of our plan is that, and we've spoken about it uh, before, is we want to expand our firm. So we have a a very long-term plan, but we really have broken it down into steps. And we've realized like we are taking the first steps, quite frankly, a lot sooner than I thought we would, but we've accomplished so much by working together and on the same page through the first eight months of this year that we're ready to move forward. So the first step of our plan is to expand by, you know, adding hopefully another attorney by the end of the year. We want to hire somebody else to help us with our day-to-day things that we need help with, but we wouldn't have gotten to that point if we didn't sit down and analyze where we are and where we want to go, right? Yeah. And the key point to analyzing where you're going is knowing what that vision is. So for me and Laura, when we, and I still have my notes, when we sat down at the beginning of the creation of our firm, (laughs) we had a distinct conversation about what our vision of this practice was going to be. And for Laura and I, we were creating a firm that was going to fulfill our dreams as attorneys and fulfill our dreams as working women and fulfill our dreams as moms and wives that want all the time we can get with our families. And the amalgamation of those three different visions or those three different dreams came to become the creation of this firm that's going to value us as attorneys, value our clients and the relationships we build, and also value the fact that we wear this hat called, we're not always an attorney all the time. So we needed to be really crystal clear about our vision. And that's what we did this morning when we were talking. We were like, what is this firm going to look like? And reminding ourselves that our firm is going to look different than every other traditional firm that we've either either been in or know of, it's not going to look the same. And so for Laura and I, that means that it's going to take a lot more work and a lot more growth through kind of uncomfortable situations because we're embarking on territory that's really new to both of us. And that's something that can be really hard. Part of growth can be change. And most of the time it does involve change. Mm -hmm. So for us, we both come the, from the very traditional law firm setting. I've worked for law firms my entire career in a you know brick and mortar office with a secretary and you know other people working there that were there to help us. Where you know if I needed to send something out that day, I would walk up to her desk and say, "Can you help me with this today? <laughs> I need to send this out." That's not the scenario that we're in anymore. And that's a huge change for us. Amy doesn't like change. I don't like change either. So for both of us, 
it's hard to adapt to a virtual model. I mean, we'll do it. There are plenty of other firms out there that are making it work. And part of our research has been researching other virtual firms, seeing what they do, seeing what their models are, and figuring out how we can make this work. But part of that, and I think the part which you know, causes a lot of people to stumble and to just procrastinate is the change. Yeah. And we've talked for now the past couple of episodes about leadership, right? And how does leadership play into this idea of working on your business as opposed to being in your business? It's because that's exactly what it is. You are removing yourself from your business and you are now looking at the 10,000 foot above view of your business and working on it. Your business is also a, a thing. It's not just what you do in your business. So you haven't heard us talk much today about what we're working on for our clients or what matters are coming in, what litigation we have, what closings we have, what transactions we're doing. You've heard us talking about, okay, how do we evaluate how our business is going to grow? And that does play into what kind of clients we bring in, what kind of practice areas we are practicing in. But it's not just that. It has to start from a much higher level. And for a lot of people, the idea of taking time away from your business, of doing the business and being in it to actually work on it is terrifying because you're like, oh my gosh, my bottom line, I could just see the dollars just flying away and out the window. But it's not because these are the discussions to have. These are the times where you can really start to see the expansion of your dreams and the realization of your dreams. And I want to read this quote that I just saw this morning. Mel Robbins is one of my absolute all-time favorite thought leaders. She's ever. phenomenal. She's phenomenal. And she was an attorney and she left the practice of law. And Which is probably why we love her so much. <laughs> probably why we love her so much. But because she just blazed a completely different mindset for you know the way to think about your life and, and success and failure, everything. This quote this morning hit me like a ton of bricks, okay? She said, stop trying to think your way to a new life. That doesn't work. You must take action. It's the only way to get there. Get out of your head and start doing the things that you need to do. And it's so good. I mean, it is so good. I can think about the vision that I want all day long of what my firm's going to look like, what my life is going to look like, what you know my days are going to look like with my family, with my business, with Laura, with our clients and whatnot. But until I start actually taking action to make that vision come to life, I'm going to keep thinking about it. It's going to get stuck in my head. What do you need to do to take it out of your head and put it on paper and see it go? Right? So good. So good. And that's just what we're doing. We are literally taking it out of our heads and putting it on paper and into action so that we can take the steps to expand our firm, do the things we want to do, and not so much be working in the business, which sometimes we have to, look, we have work to do. We have clients, businesses to serve, which we love, which is why we're here. But when you're yeah. running a, a law firm is just like any other business, like you're running, we're running a business. So in addition to doing work for our clients, we actually have to work on the business. So for those of you out there who are struggling with this, we hope that this was helpful with some tips on how to measure your business and quantify your growth and then analyze what you have to do to get where you want to go. So we hope this episode was helpful and we look forward to talking with you on the next episode. 
so much for listening to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. If you have not already done so, be sure to leave us a rating and review so that we can reach even more businesswomen just like you. We will see you again next Monday for a brand new episode.